the Discovery 947 Ride Joburg podcast. And now, it's the Coffee Stop with Jenny Green. Welcome to this week's Coffee Stop. I'm Jenny Green, and this week we are talking the 947 Vitality Short Ride. I am going to tell you why this is the ride for you. If you've ever ridden 94.7 kilometers and it's killed you, this is what you want to be doing. The 947 Vitality Short Ride. 40 kilometers. Anyone can do 40 kilometers. If you've been unwell this year and you haven't been able to train like you usually do, the 947 Vitality Short Ride is for you. If you've been too hectic at work, if life has just gotten a hold of you, the 947 Vitality Short Ride is for you. Are you listening to me? If you want to ride an unusual bike, a single speed or a BMX or something even more wacky, the 40 kilometer is for you. Do you have a competitive office? Do you fancy challenging your colleagues to a little bit of a fun day out on the bikes? Well, the 947 Vitality Short Ride is for you. 40Ks, anyone can do it. Steve, welcome. This is our coffee stop for this week. We're completely pumped up. It's the 40K closing week and we are getting people involved. Welcome. Hello, Jen. Absolutely excited about this. It's fantastic. And you're, you're 100% on the money. It is an event for absolutely anyone. It's entries closing week for the 40K. Holy smokes. Can you believe it's already here? It's unbelievable. The 947 Vitality Short Ride entries are closing. So we are going to talk a lot about that today. We're going to dedicate our coffee to that chat. Absolutely. You can see the buzz is building. Yeah, the temperatures have been absolutely marvelous. Everyone out there doing their thing, great attitudes, lots Spring of fun, lots of sprung. love. Everyone's yeah, exactly. enthused. It's good to hear. And as we start ticking down the days. We're, I think we are under five weeks to go without getting detailed too much on dates and specificities. Yeah, you think about it, it in a training program context, well, uh, we've got four weeks of training time yeah. and one week to back off. How would you simplify that down for somebody? Build for three weeks, so so add some volume, add some consistency for three weeks or four weeks? How, how, many, how would Absolutely. you sort of yeah, It depends on the individual. That. You know, everyone tries to put this blanket training program down mm. for everyone, but really as each individual goes, they need to maximize the amount of time they can spend on a bicycle. They need to make sure they can hit the amount of time they will be riding in the event. In time or in distance? It's very difficult to judge question. distance. Yeah, yeah. a lot of people do that. They try and match the distance in, whereas mm. the time at the effort is what you're looking for. So if you think you're going to be doing a four-hour, you know you need to be out there getting four-hour training rides in mm. because those four hours are what you need to get used to. You need to get used to the position your, your hands are going to be in, your neck's going to be in, what your backside's going to feel like on that saddle after four hours. Yeah. Those are the things you uh, need and to I get think conditioned that's for. And that's a big one for sort of newbies into the sport is understanding that neck pain that saddle aka sore bum syndrome you know that that does ease I think people do their first ride and ah, it hurts the next day and it's like then they avoid the bike for another week and all they're doing is delaying that conditioning of of those tender parts you know if you rather get on the next day it'll hurt for the first minute or two but once you've endured that it actually gets better so that's your major contact point you've got to deal with the hands another one good pair of gloves for that 
and then the shoes were three contact mm. points on the bike. But going back to the training program, it's all about the time you're going to be spending, the intensity you're going to be working at, and you need to try and cover that. I always say for any training program, you need to work three factors in. Consistency, and that consistency needs to take into consideration your ability to recover from each of the sessions. So you can't make them too hard that you mm. can't train for another five days afterwards. Yeah, I think that's a big one. And that's the same thing not only for the intensity of the ride, but for the intensity of what your backside goes through sure. or anything else. So you need to condition yourself up in mm. that time. So this is why building a program up from 12 weeks out is really good because we have plenty of time to work with. From four weeks sure. out, we're getting a little bit crunched, but we still got enough time. Still got time, for sure. So consistency is number one. Then you need progression. And progression is just increasing the load on your system within what you can handle. So as you, as you handle a session, your body will adapt to that and it'll increase your ability to handle more for next time. That's your general progression that occurs in mm. your body and the body's amazing at handling that. The adaptation to that. Exactly. And then you need a variation. Variation is slight changes in what you're doing in that program. Because if you do the same thing every single time, you go for the same ride every single time, your body starts to get used to it. The body's quite clever. Mm. It starts to look for efficiencies. So it starts to get less and less of a training effect out of a session. So you want to be varying what you're doing as well. So when you build those three factors in in a training program, alongside the factors like getting used to the position at the time on the bike, practicing what nutrition you're going to be eating, what timing to drinking your bottle, all those sorts of things, it gets relatively complex in terms of a training program but in the broad spectrum the the macro cycle of that training program is going to be four weeks of of build-up work and then that final week is going to be a taper week and it's actually pretty good timing it's not mm. it's not bad at all yeah we're still good to good to fit that all in and for those doing the 947 vitality short ride that is going to be just ideal i mean you're looking at covering that event in let's say a person averages 20 k's an hour that's going to be two hours so 20 k's an hour on a ride where you got a fair amount of climbing you got a fair amount of descending you got some nice freeway uh, work as well so open roads mm. it's going to work out very nicely for those guys and particularly the absolute newbies to the sport those who are very nervous of the bunch and such like it's going to be a so i think that's, that's sort of almost we almost dived straight into it but i think if we talk a little bit about why why we went the short ride route you know people are sort of going oh the long one or nothing but yeah. i think you know in in wanting to see the sport grow in in trying to lower barriers to entry for people who possibly ride from time to time they maybe spin at the gym or they hop on a watt bike or a, some sort of indoor trainer they kind of think that they can ride for an hour or two on that and they're kind of looking at the, the, the 94.7 kilometer route and going short sure, that's just a little bit too much this kind of puts them in somewhere in the middle yeah. and maybe is a stepping stone towards towards getting I think it's brilliant to that longer you know to that longer distance absolutely um, so I think in terms of expanding the ability for other people to, to join into cycling as a, as a sport yeah. on the whole is kind of the biggest reason that we went for this another very big barrier to entry for cycling is the perceived cost and obviously uh, we all like nice absolutely. things and we want the nice bikes and we want a nice kit but i think in in working with some partners cycle lab in particular has put together a really nice they call it the, the zero to hero package and, and you know for six grand for five triple nine you can go and get literally everything you need to do this ride you whether you're doing the long one or the short one so i think when we start to see the industry coming together and seeing the opportunity to get more people on bikes that that for me is the sort of warm and fuzzy on on, on yeah. getting this event really and, and, and there is available a bit of a, to everybody. Yeah, you know? to me, it's one of the things that you talk about the barrier to entry. It is a massive problem in that the perception of cycling is it's about the mm. bike. Yes. 
And it's not. It's no. not about the bike. It's about the experience. Absolutely. It's about the achievement. It's Especially about the social in an event engagement. Like this, you know, yeah. and the ability to raise money for charity and get your, your, all your peeps behind you supporting you and getting yeah, you th- through the whole thing. You know, it's an achievement. It's a challenge. You know, and you look at how many people get into serious running through doing 5K park runs and the sort of 10K kind of yeah, benchmark. They're a challenge, but they're, chi- they're achievable. Yes, it's a stepping the, stone. Uh, exactly. It's yeah, a wide once, variety. Once they're in, they understand, okay, I've done this. Sure. Let's go for the bigger challenge. Sure. And uh, we've seen that in a couple of the, the mountain bike events over the years as well. Definitely. We see them do the short one. They go, next year, we're going to do the longer do the long one. one. Absolutely. And uh, it does. It becomes a stepping stone. The guys enjoy it. They love the mm. vibe. They get addicted to that energy. I'm seeing everyone of like-minded status out mm. there doing their thing. They find a reason to do things on the weekend. Instead of going out for that big booze up on the Friday yeah. night at yeah. the pub after work, they're going, now I've got to get home. I've got to eat healthy yeah. because I'm going out riding on the Saturday morning, which is exactly what we want. We want exactly. that healthy, more people nice, moving, balanced. doing more stuff. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I think that's that sort of tackles the, the, the question as to the why. We did it, you know, obviously we've got a lot of people who have done the 94.7 kilometer route for, you know, we've got a lot of people who've actually done all 23. I think there's about 130 of those people. How incredible memory, is that? It's wow. fantastic. Um, so we've got our loyal our loyal long distance riders who obviously enjoy doing this <laughs> the challenge every year, taking that on. And I think it almost becomes more of a challenge having to do it every year when you get to that part in, the, in your life and you've done all 23. Now you kind of the balance balance of power shifts to not can I ride 100Ks, can I ride 100Ks every year for the next yeah, however long. Wow, so yeah, yeah. that brings on its own sort of set of things. But we've obviously had to consider a lot of elements in introducing the short, the short ride to the whole festival, as it were. And I think a lot of people perhaps don't understand the impact that the longer route has on on the city and and the road closures and the residents and how they move around the city and you know we've had it a, is a big a, ask I mean, yeah, yeah, for absolutely. people out there who are not cyclists and don't understand it to yes. suddenly have these even, streets even, closed off exactly but even even riders you know the, the longer distance riders going why don't you do this with the route or why don't you do that with the route in talking about the short route you know we we've factored in a lot of different things we've worked with the city and and tried to come up with the the least impactful route that kind of complements the longer distance and so still sharing some of the experience exactly exactly yeah. and you don't want you don't want the short ride on a completely separate route no um, I think you would take away a lot of the experience for them. They want to be feeling part of the festival and you know the whole big vibe of the day and and I think by having them on part of the same route really really works well and and they join on the freeway they join on the freeway on the widest part of our route I think we've got four lanes on that highway at that point okay. we've got four lanes so they we've got three lanes plus two emergency lanes so wow, there's so plenty of space so there's, it's a very wide section of the highway obviously we'll have bales and cones it's a slightly uphill part of the, the longer route so we'll we'll have uh, longer distance riders sort of funneled to the one side and, and obviously keeping the, the shorter ride on the other side as they feed on We've kept the batches really small so that it's drip-fed on. It's not a mass bunch of people coming down onto the highway at one time. So also the other thing is that we've timed it. So I was that about to ask for the timing of yeah, when they start. So when they start, the bulk of the, 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 the quote, unquote, really serious riders are yes, through that yes. point. So the, the, they won't affect certainly any of the licensed riders. They'll all long be through by then. But even the sort of more serious, maybe, I don't know, three and a half, four-hour riders yeah, yeah, are, yeah. are through that point by that time. So you kind of... 
you'll ha- you'll, yes, you'll have the faster 40k riders joining the route at that time, but it's wide enough to let them through before we get off the highway. Once they're off the highway, it's still wide. It's down past Macro Woodmead, downhill to the Yuxka, and then we're up into Kailami, and then and that Kailami's, all just separates everyone from yeah, everyone anyway. And it's such an experience as well. It's exactly. an iconic part of the part of the event, of the main event exactly. as well, is Kailami exactly. getting up getting through, the mine shaft. Oh, the and, big mine shaft. <laughs> yeah, the big mine shaft, which... On its own, as an individual hill, if you did it fresh... Easy peasy. Well, it's it's hard, but you go over the top and nothing really dramatic happens. But when you yes. put all those kilometers in already, that's when the exactly. little twinges in the muscles start to and occur. And you know, you're mentally fatigued as well. And So, you know, I think the integration of the two distances at that point is a fair bet. Um, and as I said, having to sort of take into consideration all of the different factors, you almost want the least impact. And that, that scenario is that. So... Yeah. I think it, it gives everybody the best of both worlds. Um, it's always going to be a difficult thing to, to integrate two routes, but I think we've found the the best. And, and, and then lastly, for those doing the short ride, they do have the shuttle service back. Yeah, once you get to the finish, you enjoy all the same festivities as, as the main event, and then you can take a shuttle back to your car that is now very nicely parked undercover at Melrose Arch waiting for you. So Brilliant. Thank you to Melrose Arch for for their buy-in because I think in order to to get all of those nice pleasantries at the start you know while you're waiting all the restaurants will be open there's facilities there so get there early get comfortable make sure that you are settled in you've got all your stuff you you know you're ready to go it's not like you're going to be sitting outside baking in the heat and absolutely battling that out so it's a beautiful little area to work from so I might be doing a 40k actually off you go then yeah It'll take me a while. But I'll <laughs> <laughs> Do it on a single speed. <laughs> single speed is probably a bad Maybe idea. Maybe a bit of Maxi. Yeah. <laughs> Your can, that would, you'd be can you imagine? Really being That'll be hard work. Yeah. We had a chap who did the full 94.7k route on a BMX Wowzers. in memory of his mum. It was unbelievable. Such a great story. So yeah, that, amazing, And that's what this stories. is all about. You know, there's one other thing. You talk about those stories and the charities and people giving back and such. I've had a number of people contacting me recently to say, can I help out at their charity um, fund? Fundraiser they're oh, doing well. beforehand, so they're all trying to garner all these people into the training yes. group. So this Sunday we've got one for I think it's a Husky Foundation. Oh, Next Saturday I got one for the Smile Foundation, and they're getting people together in major areas. It's inside the Virgin Actives, um, the the Smile Foundation's actually got the Center Court of Santon City, Fabulous. and they're doing their major fundraiser out of that as part of the drive building yes, up to yes. the event, getting the everyone ready. And, yeah. Brilliant. It's incredible, and no, that whole a story adds a lot. Around it. It's unreal, and I think when you see them coming over the line, and as you say, now that they're able to roll down and not have to push bikes and do yeah. whatever, I mean, <laughs> that vibe is incredible. So, yeah, I think we're all looking forward to that for sure. Yeah, so the 947 Vitality Short Ride going to be absolutely incredible. I'm yeah, looking I forward think so. to it. And um, they experience a fair number of the iconic sites as well. So, yes, Carl Army's in sure. there, um, sure. Blue Hills, and into the Riding finish line. On the M1 highway. onto I mean, the highway. Don't know where else you get to do that in the world. No. So that's pretty no, special. that's amazing. And they get to do that and get the wind in their hair. Absolutely. It's Absolutely. incredible. And they get to say they took part in the event. They can share the stories with the For rest sure. of the crew in the office. Sure. And hopefully they take a big step up to the next one next year. But if you haven't got your entry in, entries close on the 16th. So Absolutely. Don't get miss those it. entries in quickly. There's no more excuses not to be part of this incredible Discovery 947 Ride Joburg. And yeah, send us any questions that you have your way. Coffee stop at 
rightjoberg.co.za and uh, we'll be in touch. Brilliant. But Steve, you and I will catch up again soon. We'll Absolutely. Definitely need another cup of coffee, yeah, in, another the, cup of coffee. in the short space of time that we have between now and, and the event. And uh, I'm looking forward to it. Thanks, Jen. Awesome to chat. Wonderful to have you. Cheers. Thanks for listening to the Discovery 947 Ride Joburg podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, rate and review it on your favorite podcast app. Livepodcasts.fm